Hey, so this is um, once again uh, the podcast that you're listening to with Joshua Singh. And then we have Andy and Danny from Elam South. So we're so thankful that you took the time out to be here. You drove all the way from Manuel, which is only a two-minute drive. <laughs> it is. Um, no, just kidding. But um, how, how's, how's, how's things, guys? Really good. We're, we're honored and happy to be here. And um, yeah, excited to, to have a chat with you. Yes, we had we've really had lots of coffee and we're excited. Danny, Thanks do you have a, do you have a middle name by any chance? Um, that nobody knows about. No, I do not. Danny is actually my middle name, but everyone always wow. gets confused with me and Andy's names, Danny wow. and Andy. So, our nickname, if you don't know yet, is Dandy together. Wow, and, and right. you're only like twenty one, right? Or no, I'm not. Okay, we're not going to ask you yeah, about that. Yeah. Take the Okay, Andy's about 25, and these two Close. have been working very hard in ministry, in church life, uh, to, you know, build build the kingdom. What? Um, so how long have you been doing this for? Uh, so we've been, um, over the last few years, we've been involved in ministry probably mm. four or five years. Yeah. But wow. our roles have kind of changed uh, yeah. uh, uh, within, within that time. Yeah, so you're kind of jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah. So um, you, you've been in hats. kids' church as well, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh, children's pastors. Oh yes, my goodness. <laughs> and, and now Danny's preaching. So yeah. How do you how, do you feel? Do you ever feel insecure um, when she preaches? And then you know, my goodness, like oh man, I think she's better than me. Do you ever have that kind of sense? No, of? actually, to be honest, I I get inspired. Wow. She inspires me. Wow. Um, uh, whenever I hear her preach, like I, I, I get to read over her messages. Okay. And she asks me for advice, so obviously all her good points come yep. from me. Sure. <laughs> <No>. um, but <laughs> honestly, uh, when, when I hear her preaching, um, yep. I'm always inspired and I'm always learning things yep. from her as well. Yep. Yep. How do you balance the tension of marriage and ministry? Because there's so much going on at once. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think it's just constantly just going back to um, when we're at work together, we have to remind each other as well that we're not husband and wife. And yep. so we're yep. actually work colleagues as well. And so, for example, if there's something that's said um, in an environment with, with our whole team, if there's something that Andy says that I don't like, I can't just say, I hate that idea. It's terrible. Yeah. I can't say it right then and then. I yeah. used to in the past. I used to just be like, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. But yeah. I've learned that, in, that um, moving forward now, I have to um, know when to say, no, um, know when to hold back on things and then talk mm. about it later on when we're at home together but mm. when I'm at home I'm his wife and so in that moment I can bring it back up again and talk about it then yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 flip side on that as well it's always important to know uh, to have your cutoff time yeah yes. so when you go home you you need to get to a point where you're no longer talking about ministry still mm. um, but you're actually just you know uh, engaging uh, in each other in a personal way and, yeah and uh, and outside of a ministry context. Well, in, in regards to ministry and church, I always feel that um, you, ministry conversations never stop, right? So how do you guys actually like just stop talking about ministry or remind each other that, hey, we shouldn't be talking about this right now? Or what do you guys do? What kind of boundaries do you set in place? I think like um, with us, it's like the details we have yeah. to switch off from. So yeah. like, yeah. for example, planning a big event, yeah. we are passionate about it. It's what yeah. we love doing. Yeah. But when we go home, we won't be talking about the details of it. This is who's doing the decor, the team's yeah. doing that. But yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll still talk about the overall of the event because we love mm. what we're doing and we're so passionate about it. So I feel like mm. we'll never fully switch off from it even when we're at home because we yeah. love what we're doing. Yeah. But mm. just the details can be yeah. full on at home and we have to know when to switch off. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing is because when it's something you you're passionate about yeah. something yeah. you enjoy right yeah. like yeah it doesn't feel like work yeah. it doesn't feel like you're bringing work yeah. home it's yeah. just you're doing 
uh, something you're passionate about. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we still have times during a busy season or whatnot where uh, Danny might turn to me and say, "Hey, hey, uh, Andy, that that's really good, but uh, can we just not talk about that yeah. right now? Can we can we just you know relax and and because we're so work driven, bro. Like men are work driven. Yeah. Like we're task oriented yeah. people. Like it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just the mm. way that God designed us. It's just yeah. we don't know how to cut off sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I I noticed how you said the word off. Okay, we won't. We, uh, nobody heard that. Don't worry about that. that. Nobody saw that. Right <laughs> so, guys, we—if you didn't know—Danny is South African, and yes. you're not—you're a full South African, or you're South African Indian. I'm full South African. Oh wow! <laughs> and you speak—you speak, you speak no, African. I do, um, I do have some Indian in me as well, though. You do? Yeah. Yeah, because yes, you do like a bit Indian. I know. I get asked this a lot, but it's a mixture. So I have like Mauritian, coloured South African, Zulu African, Afrikaans. So you. Like, um, Okay. A rainbow nation so is your here. kids gonna speak Afrikaans? They better. Wow. Well, how do you feel about that, Andy? Uh, hey, look. As long as they speak English yeah. and tongues, I'm happy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so, so yeah, I heard that word off, and I was like reminded that that's a South African thing. Um, now, in in regards to like your um, marriage life, and your dating life, and your friendship life and your ministry life and your financial life and all those different lives that you have, um, how does how do you manage to keep Jesus at the center of it all? Because a lot of people don't know how to do it. They keep their job first for many. Many people don't even have a devotional life. Yeah. What would you say to someone that is trying to pick themselves up and put Jesus back in the center? Mm. Yeah. Oh. oh, there's a bit of tension okay. here already. Oh, gosh, you need to come in the, between us here, Josh. We can have yeah. it. You, you go. Um, well, actually, I was just thinking about that before when we were talking about ministry. I think it's just um, we have to often remind ourselves of that as well, is yeah. that um, identity is who we are in God. It's not on what we do. Yeah. And mm. so we often will come back to that place of um, that our relationship with Jesus is first and mm. then everything else follows from that. And mm. so... Um, yeah, just reminding ourselves constantly that our relationship with Him is first. Putting it first practically means just little things like um, devotion times in the morning, keeping that first because I feel like from that relationship with God, everything else will flow. And just yeah. when God is first and your relationship with Him is first, then you hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll be able to tell you when you're going too much, when you need to come back. Is work getting too much for you? Are you mm-hmm. coming outside of your relationship with God? And so just keeping Him first practically by um, mm-hmm. those devotion times, um, you know, staying connected to Him with um, the right people around you as well, community. Yeah. Things yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah. I think that's really cool. Like for for us, and I know for me, um, uh, spending time with God and my devotions mm. are non. It's a non-negotiable. Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. something we must do. And uh, I've talked to people in the past who have uh, either been come to a breaking point or burning out or yeah. whatever it is, and I'll ask them. I'll ask, how is your relationship with God? Yeah. yeah. And they always yeah. say, well, it used to be really good, but yeah. I just haven't had time for it recently yep, yep. Um, and it, it just reminds me of something uh, that I heard once it's if you're mm. too busy to spend time with God then yep. you're busier than God ever intended wow. you to be who said that quote who's the wise lady that said that uh, <laughs> might have been someone called Danny um, <laughs> thank you but, you know I think that if you're yeah. too busy to, yeah, right. to get up early and spend yeah. time with God yeah. then you need to drop some things in your yeah. life Wow, like that was oh, that was a wow. life. Talk was about cool. that, dude. That was a Holy Spirit right now. That was now, good timing, emphasizing to me that I need to get back in the secret room too. Oh, there you I'm go. getting convicted right now. Come there on. you go. Drop wow. your phone. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. But um, yeah, I, I think if we find that our time with God is lacking, yeah. we need yeah. to reevaluate our yeah. priorities. Do you feel like a lot of people pretend in ministry that they? or in context of serving the church, like pretend that they're okay, but they're not? 
think it's a big question i yeah. put you on the spot i know but do you feel like a lot of people i'm not saying you guys because mm. you guys obviously have you know spending time with the lord but do you feel like there are a lot of people out there that are serving god because they have to mm. and they just do it for the sake of it like do, do, and they kind of put a mask on yeah do you feel yeah, do you feel like that 100% what would you say to someone like that mm. i think people who uh, i think we all go through seasons yeah. where uh sometimes church can feel like mm. uh just something that we need to do and yeah. we can become professional christians yeah, yeah, yeah. we know what to what yeah. we need to be doing what yeah. we need to be saying yeah. yeah but there's no real heart behind it yeah if you get what i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah, totally yeah. and i think if if somebody's found themselves in that place where yeah. uh, they go to church because they know it's the right thing to do they yeah. read their bible because they know they need to be mm. but if they're not having a personal encounter with god every time they mm. do that mm. and they're yeah. not uh you know they're, they're still feeling dry on the inside mm, mm, mm. then i think they just again need to just go a bit deeper yeah, yeah. spend yeah. more time yeah praying and yeah. in the word of god absolutely it, it is that relationship yeah that um that brings us out of that yeah. place yeah. 100%. yeah yeah and i'll just add on to that there if we look at the life of jesus as well yeah actually his ministry it was just an overflow of who he was in the private place mm, the mm. bible says he often withdrew from the crowds he, he even mm. said no to ministry he said no to things that he had to get done yeah to, to, to be in the private place with the father and so take the mask off and just be real with yourself yeah and um 100% just get your relationship with Jesus right first because people can see right through the mask as well yeah. and so because who you are um, where your heart is and where relationship is with Jesus it's going to flow from everything that you're doing mm-hmm. and if you want to have a fruitful ministry if you want to be fruitful in your workplace whatever you're doing it's going to flow from that private place yeah. because um, private disciplines it comes out in the public yeah. yeah if you were never doing church or in ministry right now what would you be doing or what would you love to do I'd probably have my own beauty business. Okay. Yeah. Because you're, you're a beautician? Yes. Ish. So, so I studied beauty. I also did a bit of social work as well. It's kind of the opposite um, of two things. Yeah. But yeah, I'd probably have my own beauty business going on. I'd, I'd enjoy doing what that. What about you? Uh, I'd love to be a forensic detective. Wow. So. Um, and if you didn't know, guys, Andy was a... <laughs> I was a cop. Yeah. Yes. So I used to be a cop. Yeah. Um, and I was going down the track of... Um, joining, uh, becoming a detective, but yeah. then uh, God had other plans. God stopped you. God, God stopped me and and said that's uh, not His plan for my yes. life. Wow. Um, and yeah. Wait, did you say? Did you feel a sense of fulfillment being in the police? I th- I think definitely to a sense because yeah. ever since I was young, uh, it was my passion. It's yeah. what I wanted to totally. do. And so when I became a cop it was like a dream come true right and i it's one of those jobs where you show up and you want to be at work yeah yeah totally um very fulfilling yeah uh but i the problem that i found was that um it it felt like i was always putting a band-aid on the situation yeah like you go into a situation and you're the first responder and you fix it in that moment but there's no long-term um solution solution yeah yeah yeah. because you're just back there again the next week or the week after or whatever it is but uh i think god knew uh that when i got into ministry yeah yeah walking with people doing life with them yeah and you get to see them yeah progress along that journey and it's actually way more fulfilling Mm. i think going to the police force academy and getting trained and developed and actually serving uh, developed your capacity mm. and I think in church life mm. and especially in the in this place where you're serving right now yeah. 
you do need a very large capacity to deal with oh, the yes. pressure and the stress yeah. mm. and a lot of people don't even think as as church organization or church ministry as something that uh, of stress uh, or as an environment where you know you have to get things done because yes. a lot of people don't see the behind the scenes mm. life right, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, what would you say to someone who says hey listen I don't think your job is a very big deal because as young people a lot of people may think that you're just having coffee every single day yeah. with different <laughs> groups of people like what do you what do you say to them Oh my gosh. It, where do you start? That's the, yeah, that's the first thing to say. Yeah, where do you start? Honestly, the amount of people that have said to us on a Sunday after church, so what other job do you have? So what else are you guys doing during the week? It's crazy. As if you guys just sit around and just nothing, like just reading the Bible. Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Not like that at all. Gosh. It's oh nothing gosh. like that. No, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's like really the way to describe ministry would be wearing a bunch of different hats. And yeah. so it's mm. wearing a hat where you're mentoring people, wearing a hat where you're coaching people. Wearing a hat where you're planning, you're um, an event planner. Totally. Wearing a hat where you are um, building teams, sustaining teams, organizing mm. teams, where you are, um, then you have your creative side as well. You've got to mm. make sure that the front always looks amazing, the design of it, the decor, yeah. the creative side, social media, research, you're constantly trying to get better as well yeah. because after a Sunday, we always have a meeting and we come back and we slip back and, and see what can we do better? How can mm. we keep growing? So it's like, there's so many different hats that we mm. wear, yeah. which makes the job so fun as well because mm. you're never just doing the same thing all the time yeah, which yeah, is what yeah. we love about what we yeah, do but yeah. um it is not just what you see on a sunday yeah. if you're listening there's a lot of paperwork yeah. as well stuff yeah. Yeah. a lot of health and safety yes, yes. Health and safety. a lot of health and safety oh my gosh, um <laughs> yeah i think you know there's a lot that goes into yeah. a sunday but then um even outside of that you've got your small groups during the week yeah. you've got the the, the so youth much. groups you've got all these other ministries that are happening every day of the week yeah um so th- there's a lot that goes on so you're looking after the dream team she's looking after the growth track do you guys also have to serve in small groups as well? Or is that kind of like... So um, we actually have a few other areas that we're, mm. we're involved in. So Dream Team is our like our volunteer. Yeah, uh, Sunday volunteers. Sunday volunteers. Yep. Um, yeah. So Danny also looks after the women's ministry. Yep. So yep. Um, on Thursdays, they have a service. Uh, she does growth track. Wow. Um, she preaches and, and helps run the um, 5 p.m. services. Uh, I do the, the, the Dream Team social media. I also work at the Elam Leadership College. Wow. So uh, a student support for the interns do, do, there. Do you guys and feel like in terms of that, your capacity, you're hitting your 90, 90% mark, 100% mark, or 95? What, 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 in terms of looking at yourself and what you're doing, because there's only so much you can really do, right? Yeah. Without delegating that stuff. Mm-hmm. What, what percentage are you at? I'd, I'd be quite interested to know. I think it's... I think it's just like anything when you start it, when yeah. you first come into a role position, you're hitting that 100, 110% yeah. mark. Yeah, totally. Because you're giving 100% and, and you're still learning and you're yeah. figuring out what is needed to make this better than what it already is. Yeah. Yeah. But as we've progressed in even the last couple of months, because mm. uh, our role that we're in now is relatively mm. new, mm. Um, we've found that uh, that we've been able to build a team around us. Yeah. And so that percentage comes down. Absolutely. And we get released to be able to focus on yeah. other things yeah. and, and get involved in other things. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I, every season's yeah. different as well. Yeah. And so we um, for every season, we just have to keep coming back and just saying, um, where are we at in this season? Mm. How much capacity can we go? Um, how far can we go? Where do we need to come back? Mm. And so just rising. Sometimes you have to just rise to the occasion as well. Like we've had moments where we've got, we're playing this big event. For example, we've got a light pie that we plan. We, yeah. we reach like... Um, 
4,000 to 5,000 people there. And while we're doing that, we're also preparing sermons as well. While we're mm. doing that, we're still leading all these other areas too. Mm. And so those are one of those um, seasons where we just have to rise to it yeah. and yeah. just say, actually, this is that season that would yeah. um, yeah. rise to it. Yeah. Every every season is different. Yeah. And with yeah. that, with that, I want to ask you this question, and it may put you on the spot, but I want to ask it. What do you hate or dislike about ministry? It's a very big question. Mm. I don't know if I can answer that my question, that question myself. But is there anything that you dislike about ministry or wish it was different? Mm. I think for me... Um, That's a big question. <laughs> she's it, looking it is at a massive me, question. She's, at me, she's like, I want to kill this guy. Yeah. yeah. Who is this guy? So, uh, what, what are your thoughts? No. Uh, <laughs> this is my interview. I'm asking yes, you. Yes, right. Of course uh, it is. Um, I think for me, from what I've experienced and what I've seen yeah. in other people is just ministry does have mm. a uh well it can have uh the effect of consuming someone yeah i think when somebody puts their hand up and says oh i, I want to be mm. a part of it yeah and they might be a hundred percent in mm. and they just say yes to everything and so they're, they're involved on sundays they're involved in small groups they're involved in youth group and they they generally want to be a part of everything but what happens is they they get too far involved and people keep asking them to do things because they keep saying yes yeah. and then they burn out and they actually begin mm. to resent ministry and mm. resent the church yeah. because they're like, all they all it did is use me. Yeah. Mm. But it's because they said yes out of a genuine place yeah. and they were being asked out of a genuine place. Yeah. So I think for me, it's just that, does that kind of make sense? Yeah, but I don't, don't you think? Don't you think when you go, I, I think a lot of people go to God in their altar call moments and say, "God, use me." I think that's a yeah. dangerous prayer to yeah. ask. To yeah. Tell yeah. God. Yeah. Say, don't God, be surprised if you say that. Then yeah. God then uses well, if you. you say God, if you say God use yeah. me, I think it's a very dangerous prayer. Mm. But if you say God make me, make mm. me more like Christ, the whole focus becomes uh, different because yeah. you're looking at service as an opportunity yeah. and yeah. an invitation to be look, become like Jesus. Right. Yeah. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. And I think a lot of people don't see service as an opportunity to become like Jesus in whatever mm. sphere they're serving in. Yeah. Um, I think service is one of the best ways to become yeah. like Jesus. Because Definitely. Jesus served, right? Yes. Definitely. Um, I think 80% of your, 90% of your job is serving. Yeah. Uh, 10% would be kind of looking into the strategic point of view to develop. Lead. I think everything is serving, but yeah. at the end of the day, like you're, you're really doing the work, right? Yes. I think a lot of people don't see ministry from that perspective either. Yes. They, just, they mm. think we're just sitting behind a desk yeah. making phone calls and mm. doing doing the work like that no yeah i think they don't realize that we're doing the work as well yeah you know we have to read the bible for ourselves and to give meat to other people yeah. as well right yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's a it's it's an interesting job it is. i think it's not it's not for everyone a full-time ministry yeah. particularly in the church context it's not for everyone but yeah. what do you think about people in the world do you believe everyone is called a full-time ministry no oh like and not full time ministry within the church, yeah, within but full time ministry wherever they wherever are. Wherever they are, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. And, and yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you think people get this concept though? Yes and no. Yeah, yeah I think that there is still a big struggle because I feel like um, a big problem that we have nowadays is that people just want to constantly be used in the church, but God's like, I'm waiting for so many of you guys to actually rise up and be used in Come your on. workplace. Come That's on. the place That's that it. I want to use you. Come on. And so we don't need more, um, uh, well, we need more preachers and stuff, but we actually need more people outside in the mm. workplace shining Jesus there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Abs absolutely. I think I think a lot of people don't see the point. Like, why would you serve yeah. in the four walls when God's giving you exactly. a, a place right. with no walls? Wow. That's right. 
God's giving. I, I think this is where kingdom yeah. is um, experienced outside of the yes. outside of the church too. Mm-hmm. It's not just in the church. Yeah. Um, you want to see healing? Why don't you go outside exactly. to your yeah. workplace Miracles and them. pray for somebody? Yeah. You know, and I'd actually yeah. argue that ministry yes. uh, in, uh, from a Monday to a Saturday in the workplace yeah. is actually more important than ministry on a Sunday. And it's more dynamic. And, and it's more yes. dynamic. And I think that's something that uh, we also are trying to steer away from yeah. is that people thinking that being involved in ministry is yeah. just fulfilling a need or fulfilling a job because it's not it's, it's actually not. fulfilling a purpose yeah because yes. we are all called yeah we're all called to some form of ministry 100 but all that looks like is living like jesus Amen. it's 100%. becoming like jesus and when we do that when we learn to love god and love others yeah uh we naturally our, our life becomes a ministry yeah just Absolutely. being around people, being Absolutely. who we are, yeah. encourages people, inspires people, helps people. Absolutely. And that's what ministry is. Absolutely. You look at Jesus. Mm. He was just walking from place to place and ministry yeah. just happened. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He, he wasn't going seeking out all these all these miracles yeah. and signs and all this. It just happened wherever yeah. he went. Yeah. Amen. And that's what our lives should be like. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to ask this question um, to you. What do you define as a religious person? It's a big question again. Mm. I'm putting you on the spot, guys. <laughs> it's good. No, these questions it's are coming good. to me right now. <laughs> I don't know through who, but like it's coming to me. So I'm just asking you. I said, um, what do you define? Like, who do you define as as a religious person, or define their characteristics, mm. or some just a one definition, a statement? I think like um, I think just just by the the way that you dress, looking at someone on stage and being like, why are they wearing it? They shouldn't be wearing that. So judgmental. Judgmental. Mm. I would say yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, I put it this way when when I was growing up I mm. grew up in a Christian family yeah uh, and and so I, we'd go to church and all that and so I'd actually put religion as this I it's I believe in God but I don't know him yeah mm. I believe God is real and I do what the Bible tells me yeah. to do and I go to church and all that but I don't have a personal relationship yeah. Yeah. with Jesus yeah. and I think that's the really mm. big thing uh, that separates uh, you know a, a lot of churches that are coming forward today yeah. that are actually seeing breakthrough yeah. is that whole we're moving away from uh, doing Christianity yeah. Yeah. to actually being Christians yeah. from mm-hmm. religion totally. to relationship and I know that's something you're very passionate yeah. on yeah uh, I am uh, uh, Josh yeah absolutely um, yeah I had a really another important very important question and that was um, what do you think in the church they should be teaching something that is not being taught that they should teach or they should preach on a topic is there anything that you wish they could talk about general holiness holiness I would say um, holiness because I feel like we are um, oftentimes we are don't understand the concept yes don't understand the concept of what holiness looks like and yeah. I feel like sometimes um, preachers and teachers and stuff and what, what we're preaching from the pulpit is all about what's going to make people feel good yeah. and what's yeah. going to make people feel um, like think good about the church but we need to be um, constantly preaching the truth to people yeah. and yeah. holiness yeah. is something that we don't hear about often and yep. even just like talking about um, things about um, what does it look like to live like Jesus it's like even just the, yep. the way that you talk the way that you live the way that you mm. act just little things like that kind of stuff and um, yep. yeah absolutely you Andy um no, sorry. I was just having a, a sip of that drink there. Um, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's a lot of things like hey, in our in our church, we try and focus mm-hmm. our Sunday services on uh, you know those first time Christians. Yeah. So we we're very careful not to jump in the deep end with anything yeah. that might scare them away because yeah. we know that uh, Sundays is not where you you build your relationship yeah, yeah. absolutely like that that's yeah. that can't be the be all and end all yeah yeah um 
But I think if there was one thing that I'd really like, like generally, see, generally yeah, across and, the and church, across the and gen- generally speaking, um, like I know we talk a lot about relevance, yeah, and about community, but I'd like. I think we can talk more about genuinity. Mm. I think we're always talking about what we need to be doing to be relevant to the generation, to Mm. the community. But even more than relevance, it's we need to learn how to be relevant, but in a genuine way. Are you talking about being authentic? Yeah. So authenticity, because through my experiences with Mm. um, non-church people, like take the mask off. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Take take the mask off. Be real. Yeah. Cool. People need to know that uh, just just because we're pastors, Mm. we we still have struggles. Yeah. We're still human. We. We're still working on issues. Yeah, true. Um, and it's because otherwise, I think we we put we can put a very unrealistic expectation yeah, on people. Yeah. That if they want to be living a life right, they have to have to have it all perfect. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, I think yeah. one thing that um, we may not be talking about in church is idolatry. Mm. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Mm. And and I think a lot of people don't understand what an idol is. Mm. Yeah. Um, especially maybe in the Western context. Yeah. Uh, what is an idol? You know, I yeah. think I think I, idolatry is what is stopping obedience to take place in our heart, because yeah. we can't obey God if we have idols in our heart, because yeah. they take the place of God, right? And so I don't think a lot yeah. of people, or Christians for that matter, um, actually evaluate themselves mm. and say, hey, do I actually have idols in my life? Like, do, do I have things that are stopping me from receiving from God? Mm. Because God hates idols. Yeah. We know that Isaiah yeah. talks about it. Said, I will give my glory to no other. Yeah. No one can compare to me. Amen. So I think there are like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things in the mo- motion. Uh, but do you feel like yeah. we don't talk about? When was the last time? Sorry, and I was just gonna add in there. I feel like we we do need to talk about. This is a bit of a hard one, but yeah. I'm gonna say it's a sin. We need to talk Come about on. sin more often because I feel mm, like yeah. um we there's a lot of blasphemy messages, how to be successful, yeah. um that kind of stuff, which is all yeah. really good yeah. and it's practical and it's needed. But we also need to talk about sin is a problem. Yeah. And the truth is that if you are going to constantly go, um, be walking in sin, you can't step into all that God has for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, when Jesus saw the lady who was um, in adultery, he said to her, um, he said, go away and sin no more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you come as you are, but you don't stay as you are. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. we just have to make sure that we, that we are teaching um, people that as well that if you're going to constantly be living in sin then you can't really step into all that God has for you yeah. you've got to break free from those things yeah. and step into what he has for you yeah. because it can it can keep you captive from what he has for absolutely, you absolutely absolutely yeah. unconfronted true. sin um, is going to turn into disaster exactly mm. um, I think I think sin is definitely something that we shouldn't shy away from yes mm. um, I think I think sin is something that definitely separates us from God yes. and I don't yeah. and I think um Maybe in this kind of relevant generation that we talk about, mm. uh, we shy away from sin and say other things, or you know. But sin is sin. Yeah. Right? yeah. How do you guys confront sin, especially in the ministry world, or with a person? Let's just say that doesn't want to change. How do you deal with a stubborn person? Mm. How 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 do you guys do? You have any advice for anyone or anything? <laughs> well, I have my husband who's very stubborn. Oh wow. So there we go. <laughs> yeah. She, <laughs> she is throwing you she, in, she under the bus. No, she is. But uh, you know what? I can so take I'm it. I'm oh. this area. So you're a humble man, bro. <laughs> I try. You are, you are taking that, man. I know. I'm so humble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, you know what? It's not my job as a pastor yeah. to... Uh, I'm not responsible for other people's sin. Yeah. And I'm... You know, God might put me in someone's life yeah. in, in, a, in a place to keep them accountable and yeah. to reveal it. Because some people sinning, they don't even realize what they're doing. Yeah, is yeah. true. So I think it can be my, my place mm. to point it out. 
to show them, to help yeah. them understand. Yep. Yep. But ideally, it's just pointing them towards the Word of God. Because yep. yes. God is the one who convicts. Absolutely. He is the one who's going to bring the change. I Absolutely. can say something, it's not going to change their heart yep. or their perspective. Yep. Yep. God needs to do that through the Holy Spirit. Yep. And so I think for me, it's just pointing them towards the Scriptures. Yeah. Mm. Praying with them and yep. helping them discover themselves that mm. it's not it's not actually the right thing to be yeah, doing. Totally. Because I think as soon as we say, you know, what you're doing is sin, you can't be doing that mm. separating yeah. you from God. Yeah. If we don't have a really good close relationship with someone yeah. and they've given us that permission to speak yeah. into their life, which mm. you don't get often, yeah. that's actually going to make them pull away from yeah, God true. and, and not true. receive it. So Very I think true. the yeah. biggest thing we can do for someone who's struggling with sin yeah. is point them in the right direction, yeah. point them in the right places in the Bible yeah. and just encourage them to pray to God because when Absolutely. they pray to God, yeah. God will convict. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What do you think is the biggest epidemia or epidemic um, in our culture right now among the youth and young adults? What is that one thing that you would want to highlight? Um, I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking. Yeah, da- I think Danny. I think who wants Danny to speak? Come on, guys. Everybody, ev- everybody wants you to speak. Come on. I know you're full of wisdom. You go first. Okay. While well, you're Let's thinking, see what you have to say. Um, honestly, I I think the biggest problem that we have in this generation mm. is that they want the fruit they want mm. the end result but they're not prepared to go through the process yeah oh come on man. You can i was just gonna say that too oh yeah of course <laughs> oh great minds think uh, like you're married so you know we get it we get it <laughs> we get it okay i um yeah i, I really believe that we're in the generation yeah. that uh shortcuts mm. generation shortcuts. Shortcuts. Uh, yeah Al, yeah yes. but the thing is we when we when we rush the process, we yeah. actually end up prolonging it. Yes. Mm, my you know? God, yeah. that or we'll, I, I can run. Or that, we'll that get, good, yeah. <laughs> or we'll get to yes. what wow. we think is our dream, but yeah. it falls through, and then we start questioning everything all over again. So I think it's just uh, learning how to mm. how how to uh, embrace yes. the process. There is no shortcuts in ministry. There is no yes. shortcuts. No, never. Yeah. I don't think there will ever be a shortcut mm-hmm. in ministry because God needs to develop character before Amen. he puts you in a platform. That's right. Yes. It's a lifelong process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact. And we'll never get I there. Know. Yeah. Never get <laughs> we'll there. We'll never get there. We we'll never get learning. there. Yeah. What do you yeah. think? I would agree 100%. Actually, we've, we've spoken about this a lot um, with each other. And I think it's just um, embracing that process. There's too many people who want... They want the success now. They want the um, the big thing now instead mm. of going through the process. And mm. so um, they want they want loyalty, but they don't want to be loyal. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Now and everything big starts off <laughs> yeah. small, and of so course. you've got to be willing to go yeah. through that process and just be developed in it. Because um, if you ch- try and rush God's timing, I've heard that quote that says that if you if it's not a God door, you're going to have to try and get yourself to that door mm. as well. And that's so dangerous. You don't want to get yourself mm. in a door that's not a God door. It needs to yeah. be God that would yeah. open those doors for you. Yeah, so much better. So much greater and so you got to make sure that you're embracing that process and i love um for me i've been thinking about this embracing the process as well and i think it's um four p's you got to make sure that you are um, being patient patient is not um just waiting it's waiting well and so while you're waiting what are you doing to prepare for the promise you got to make sure that you're doing that well because god's not just going to give you that dream you got to make sure that you're doing something right now to prepare for it you got to be constantly praying into it as well Mm. it's not just going to happen but um, um, specifically praying into where God's calling you, what He wants 
to do. And then also, what was my other P? I had another one there. That it's P was coming. a lot, man. It's That's coming. a big P, man. That's a lot of P. <laughs> it's coming. But I think yeah. I'm going to go with the, with, with the two Ps. That, that P <laughs> is intense. Like, you, you talk about praying and then patience. Yes. Patience and praying. That's important. Oh, perseverance. I want to say to everybody here that, you know, we look in the Bible and we see that with Joseph as well, that if he didn't have perseverance, he wouldn't have been able to reach that promise. And so too often I find as well that with people with dreams and the promise that they have to, they Mm. they give up too easily. You can't give up. You just got to keep going, keep keep pushing because honestly, every victory, there's going to be valleys that you're going to have to face. Mm. There's going to be some things that you're going to have to go through. And can God trust you to Mm. be able to give you that dream? Yeah. Can God trust you? Yeah. That's a That's big key. statement mm. that you just made there. Yeah. yeah. We have a vision. I mean, uh, many people have vision for their life or mm. great dreams for their life, but can God trust you with that? Yes. Yeah. Because if it spoils you, I don't think he's going to give it to you. That's yeah. right. And I think as well that if you can't be tested, you can't be trusted. Yeah, that yeah. oh, I love yes. that. That's that ma- that made me run right now. Come on. You better stop yeah. preaching, woman. <laughs> that, no, I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think um, a lot of young people are conflicted within mm. because they want something too soon and yeah. you know, they're not ready for it and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And it's the journey that builds mm. our character, as you said. Absolutely, man. And it's, not, it's more than just uh, embracing. You know, when you're embracing the process, mm. it's not enduring it, it's enjoying it. Yeah. It's, it's learning to enjoy the season you're in mm. yeah. and, and, and use it to your advantage yes. yeah and yeah. also i think as well just being um just being faithful as well with, with where god has you right now mm. absolutely being faithful in this more giving it your best with where you are right now and then we see in the bible as well that all those um daniel god promoted him and um, he continued to promote joseph as well because they were faithful with, with what yeah. was in their hands at that time that's right so be present in the moment don't just try and look ahead too fast and you can't be present with where god has you right now because yeah. your current season where you are is going to be preparing you for where you're going absolutely so true. what is something that we don't know about you um this is interesting. So, Danny, you're going to tell me something about <laughs> I don't know about Andy, and Andy's going to do the same. Oh, God. This is going to be okay. interesting. Hmm. We're going to end with this note, too, because I think people need to hear what they don't know about you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. What don't What's something know private? Come on. What's Ooh, something private? Okay. Who fights? Who fights the most? Who starts the fights? <laughs> It can't be Andy. He's like oh, he's he's what? very humble and oh genuine. My he's all about authenticity and relevance. <laughs> and he's, all, he's the white Jesus, man. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'm just joking, man. Oh my gosh. Um, Nah. You've got an African and you've got a Kiwi put together. That's, just, that is unique. Crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. It's bound to have a bit of conflict there yeah. from yeah. time yeah. to time. Yeah. 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 So what does he do that frustrates you? Oh man, what does he not do that fucking Wow. I love you, Andy. <laughs> He's thinking. I've got one. I've He's got thinking. one. Okay. It's, um, Go for it. it, it it's not. Well, it's kind of like a frustration, but at the same time, it's yeah. it's something you can't be frustrated with. Yeah. Yeah. So if if yeah. you know Danny, you know that she is an absolute prayer warrior. Yeah. Like uh, when she prays, she doesn't just pray silent prayers. I she's, literally wake up. All she's doing like warfare. <laughs> and wow. so one. So one thing that um, right. uh, can be a little that. bit frustrating is if she wakes up 3 a.m. in the morning, yeah. stands up in the room, puts all the lights on, and starts praying loudly. What, does God wake you up 3 a.m. in the morning? Yes, yeah, yeah, all same. the time. Wait, all the time? Really? All lot, the time. Often. Often? When was the last time? Like, oh, last week? Yes, last week. Wednesday. Yeah. And you just start tongues. Just starts it's just, going It's like the engine's on and he's yeah, sleeping. So, and so I'm all up for the prayer, you know, and all that, but I'm trying to get my beauty sleep. Yeah. Like, 
I need that. Ooh, <laughs> my poor neighbour was woken up and actually um, gave a complaint towards me. Wow. Up at 3.30 in the morning. Wow. Our, wow. Our so neighbor, bless her heart. I was praying for her too, so yeah. it's okay. Okay, yeah, actually counts. one of the interns who goes to our church. Oh, yeah. wow. And she, you can't get she, out of that place and just go in the hallway or something like that? And just, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we'd need, you know, quite a big <laughs> bit of land. Do you, do you walk and pray? <laughs> I'm, I'm st- stumping up and yeah. down and pray. Yeah, 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 that's good. That's good. That's good. Do, you do you do that too? Yeah. Come I can't on. stand still or sit down when I pray. Yes. It doesn't yeah. work for me. The passion oh, comes out, eh? Yeah, it does. It does. And and I feel like, um, yeah, we have we 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 do fight in our prayer. Yeah, you got to get passionate when you pray. Do you feel like God says to you a lot of stuff in the morning hours? to you yes that's where mm. i hear him the most i find yeah oh, well not the most but the clearest i find because mm. everything's quiet there's there. a stillness I've just, I've just got my yeah. do you wake up fresh like at 3 a.m i'm a morning person so so, so i love it so you okay i'm not yeah. i'm and like like yeah i'm evenings like, are I wake up, i'm me. excited <laughs> like good morning and he's like don't talk to me i'm going back to sleep oh right so what time do you sleep <laughs> um like early not early not early really. to be honest so what's no. your average hours of sleep time four five six yeah five six wow five six what about you bro yeah Yeah, about the same depends when i get working up no (laughs) it changes you know depending on what's going on oh my goodness that's crack up yeah so you're praying for him as well right so he doesn't have to pray for the day that's (laughs) (laughs) That's good i think it's in your blood though so that generational blessing has passed down because i don't think a lot of there's a lot of intercessors these days Mm. yeah tell me when you hear someone call themselves i'm an intercessor you don't hear it yeah, I'm a I, preacher. I'm a prophet. People. I'm a pastor. Yeah. Are you an intercessor? Exactly. Nah. What is yeah. that? You know, it's, I, it's the behind the scenes. Yes, yeah, it is so yeah. powerful and so key. so important. Intercession is the way to be used by God, man. Uh, I'm telling you right now. now. If you don't intercede, mm. you have no right to um, yeah. get on a platform. It doesn't make sense to me because you have mm. st- it's effectively standing on the gap, right? Yes. Yeah. Tell me yes. something about him that. He's a Netflix addict. Wow. You know okay. Right. He no, just okay. watched two episodes a day. It's often like a wow. full um, series in a whole day. Sometimes <laughs> wow. five series in one day. So wow. loves Netflix. All right. That's a bit of wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, you gotta yeah. have that down. So what are you what are you watching right now? Uh, actually, we just just finished watching. Uh, what were we watching? Um, Person of interest or something? Yes. Something have you watched Ecra- uh, 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 Umbrella Academy? No, you like that. We're, we're into like that, the crime FBI kind of. Oh uh, right, so blacklist yeah. or something. Yeah, 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 that kind of stuff. Yes. We're really, really into that. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Do you go to movies, by the way? Yeah, that's that's our downtime. You've watched in game. Watch movies, yes. Yes. Do you like it? Yeah. Do you like Ask it? her about it. See if yes. she remembers. Believe it or not, we've actually walked out of movies though. <laughs> really? Yes. Why? Because um, the movies haven't been like you see a movie and you think it's going to be appropriate, and then you walk into it and the scene is just not. You know, you nowadays think. they say and so. In, you just walk and then you out. Walk in yeah. And it's yeah. Really so we've bad. literally walked out and we've been laughed at the people at the movies. But we just know that that's the right thing to do. Wow. But in game, I close my eyes rest. if it's anything inappropriate, or I just look down at my phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I try not to um, overdo it so that everyone else is like awkward about yeah. it. But if it's bad, I've never done it. I don't, I actually go and watch a trailer before I go watch a movie. Right. right. Yeah, I think there's wisdom yeah. in there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then I watch, I read about the ratings and see, you know, yeah. like if it's now because time is precious i definitely yeah. want to just watch what i want to watch you know yeah. yeah not something random that's right wow that's yeah. that's intense walking I out know. of After a movie we for our popcorn coke and everything so we just have to have our own movie at home what yeah. movie would that would that be if i don't mind <laughs> if you don't mind me asking man 
it hasn't happened for a while. We've been a bit more intentional. I think it's just happened when we've been spontaneous. Yeah. Oh like right, go to the okay, cool. And Fair enough. What's playing all that cheeky? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But um, to be honest, it's, it's things that a lot of people would overlook. But that right. Us are very influential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. intentional yeah. about what we allow. What yeah, we yeah. Allow, yeah. Who plans yeah. the dates? Is it take turns? Yeah, it's take turns. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because if he does all the work, then you're not going to get your what you what you exactly. want to eat, right? That's right. That's right. Who likes Chinese food? You're not into Chinese. Mm, Thai. Thai, Thai food. We love curry. Thai? Okay, you like curry. Indian. curry. You go to Indian restaurants? Yes, oh, yeah. a lot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a lot of curry because I'm from my Do you culture. do you cook or he cooks? We we kind of mix it up, eh? So oh, who who's who's honest. the better you cook? Sadly, Andy is. <laughs> wow. I know. Hidden talent. Hidden talent so there. Sad. But he can't make a curry, okay? And that's my thing. So you make lamb, she like makes, she makes chicken, chicken curry. curry all the time. Wow. Yes. Okay. That's good. You learn one thing. You learn. Hey, you can only do one thing, but you can do it well. Good, yeah. There that's you it. go. You win. You win. Yes. You win. Absolutely. <laughs> no, that's really good. Oh, oh man, that's crazy. Life. I I see a great future for you too. I see like you guys are going to go to different heights and are going to um, definitely be influencers in New Zealand. And I know your journey for a long time, although I never got in touch with you and we never stay, kept in contact. But I think God's time is always the best time. Amen. And I feel like um, even our relationship and, our, and being in the journey with you guys mm. um, is, is so exciting because I'm yeah. seeing growth every time I meet you. And whether you like it or not, or whether you see it or not, I see the growth, you know. So if outside people can be witnessing your growth, it's it's a, just a testimony of what Jesus is doing inside of you. Because whatever happens on the inside is eventually going to come out, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, you're anointed. You're both and you're anointed. And just seeing, you know, seeing two people <laughs> yeah. being, uh, you know, two fire forces just coming together and, you know, seeing the unity in your marriage. That, in fact, is like exemplary. And I think a lot of young people look up to you. And whether they tell you or not, they look up to you. And I just wanted to speak some life over you and say, you know, your future's bright. And Thanks, um, Thanks so much. that um, I can't wait to ha- have like years and years of friendship with you guys. Yeah, yeah. We can't wait Come either. On. Yeah, I think I think I'm I'm, I'm going to be part of your future, and you're going to be yes. part of mine. Thank so uh, I, best is yet to come. And yeah, best is yet to come. Yeah. Best come is on. yet to come. And I like being with like-minded people. So if you're listening here and you need friends. Um, make sure you reach out to us you know and some of our friendship will be um, getting you involved in our teams uh, and getting you involved in service because we feel that's the best way to utilize potential and find your purpose is through service somebody say amen Amen. I don't want to preach but I'm going to (laughs) go I love you guys thank you so much for being with us and we will stay in touch and uh, wait for the next episode see you later